and I make nothing, zero, zilch. By the time I pay all my scientists, all my people in my in my research department, lab coats, it's a wash. Well, why you do it then, baby Billy? Well, cause I'm selfless, and I want to heal as many people as the dear Lord lets me. outside, nerd. Get out. Go. I ain't got time to be distracted by your worthless chimes. Go on. What's happening, guys? Welcome to the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty Podcast. Today's show, you know it, you love it. It's the Week 5 Dynasty Stock Report. Who stocks up? Who stocks down? I'll tell you whose stock is always up. It is my co-host. You know him as the man of the hour and the man with the power Jerry Sinclair, buddy, it's been two weeks. It's been two damn many weeks since I last saw your smiling face. That's true. We're busy bees, you know, and it's football season. It's baseball season, more importantly, from Coach Randall over there. Uh, I'm excited. You know, I've had a lot. This was the worst week I've had, I think. Uh, there was a couple games where DJ Moore just decided to just take his take his little package of eggs and he put them on my face and I knew I had an L on Thursday night, which was not enjoyable because I don't have tons of DJ more. So I did not reciprocate to anybody else. Have, have you seen the the meme? Uh, it's got the undertaker in it. Got the guy in front of him with like the cocky smile. Yeah. And then behind him is the picture of the undertaker looking like really scary and menacing. And, and and someone had made the meme of that, and it, the the cocky smiling guy goes, "My my opponent who played DJ Moore in Week Five, and behind it on the top of the Undertaker, it says me who played Jamar Chase in Week Five. That's what I texted my buddy. I was like, if only I had Jamar Chase to counter your stupid ass. Uh, maybe Tyreek Hill. I mean, it, it, it's the thing. So we just actually spent twenty twenty five minutes." talking about that, moves you should be making, uh, things you should be chasing, and that's over on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Uh, great opportunity for you to get involved, support the the show, and get in a great group chat, get extra podcast, help from myself, help from Jerry, help from the group. I mean, it's, it's a great group of ladies and gentlemen, but we just recorded that over at the Patreon pod. And then, of course, this is live on YouTube, if you're a YouTube subscriber, go over to YouTube, subscribe to the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel, the Player Profiler YouTube channel, and you'll catch the Dynasty Warzone. We're currently being recorded and live later. Uh, podcast has been Thursdays. It's just worked out better for the schedule. My, my man Jerry here. And uh, two podcast channels. If you're an audio consumer, Player Profiler, Dynasty Warzone, you'll be catching all the rookie content or what will be rookie content because the guys our boy Dallas is is covering here on the show. Um, you can't miss that. And then uh, I think that's everything, Jerry. Sounds good. So so let's get into this. You know what? Um, I got two things to promote. Let's go decision point. Let's talk about the decision point with Anand Naduri and the Podfather. Now, this is the football show. Now, Anand used to work as a salary cap guy for an NFL team. He and the Podfather get together, talk about the future state of some teams, what's going on. That drops about once a month right now, out of season. It's a once-a-week show. It's really good. If you're just looking to kind of hear good stuff about football and kind of take a half a step back out of the fantasy or dynasty realm, 
I really recommend that one, Jer. And that uh, that broadcasting school is really paying off for old Jerry over there. He he dynamite drop in Jerry. <laughs> well, I, th- I thought you were going to play the ad. That's no, no, I, no there, there, I have no ad. I am. This is like a live read. Okay. See, I thought for sure that. See, the two week vacation. Let me let me. Jerry, when, when you take a week off of vacation, you put your feet in the sand and you come back to work. Do you come back with your A game, sir? I am not a robot. I'm, I'm going to find this out because I'm on vacation is, next week. Oh my God! The spoiled brat over here. No, it'll be I you am, and producer. This is on Kyle. brand for me. <laughs> this is one hundred percent very Jerry. So, all right, we uh, we have done the promoting. We've gotten all that out of the way. We we've talked about the decision point. Talked about all of our stuff. Uh, Jerry, are you ready for good people bad tweets? You know, you can never really be ready for it because usually it'll just piss you off. But let's see what you got. Well, I'm going to give this one to you first because I've got I've got to uh, make sure the soundboard is ready because it's not good people bad tweets without Dana White. Uh, but this one comes from Fantasy Scape Podcast. Fantasy Scape Podcast, and they had a couple of doozies. This was the one that was uh, sent in my direction, and the tweet says, "If you lost Anthony Richardson on a competitive team, comma, might be a good time." to poke around the price for Daniel Jones. Hmm. What in the actual okay. fudge Here's sickles is going on? Here's the thing. If they mean to just go and acquire him because you need a quarterback and he's cheap because he's been sucking, then okay. If you are implying that I should go out and I should trade Anthony Richardson to go acquire Daniel Jones... That, my friends, would be a very bad tweet. Um, so I am I'm going to give this person the benefit of the doubt and just to say to go pick up Daniel Jones, which still is probably not the best advice. And that is something that I have said in the offseason, the opposite of that, because I was all aboard the uh, Daniel Jones train. That, that ship has sailed. Sorry, Jerry. Uh, there will be no sunken cost. I have learned my lesson. No, thank you. And I'm definitely not flipping Anthony Richardson for him. And I don't even love Anthony Richardson. I'm going to respectfully disagree with both you and Fantasy Skate Podcast. I love Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones was one of the guys that I I, I thought I was going to do. But if you're going to go chase a quarterback, I like points. Why has not helped me? Yeah, I was getting ready to say, why the fuck would you recommend Daniel Jones? I get that people have lost Anthony Richardson. That's a thing that's happened. That's happened. We can't undo that. That's a thing that's happened. Okay. And you could go get a lot of quarterbacks. You could go make a lot of offers. Why the would you cho- would, would you choose Daniel Jones? First of all, he's hurt. He's got a neck injury. He's wh- why? So so I can I can take one hurt quarterback and go trade for like a partially hurt court quarterback. Ooh, what, what are we doing? Not, yeah. Why not, not just go trade Anthony Richardson straight up for Deshaun Watson? Oh, wait a second. He's hurt too. What other mediocre bad advice do you have? Listen, I get it. If Anthony Richardson, who was at the time of his injury going into last week, was like QB4, totally understand where you would need to replace the points per game of the QB4. This is the thing. Go kick the tires on Matt Stafford. Go kick the tires on Geno Smith. Go kick the tires on these guys that, you know, Kirk Cousins. Go look at these guys that are between the ages of 32 and 36 and see if you can't get one of those guys. 
for less than the cost of a 24 first. Those are all the things. Those are the things you could do. But one of the things you don't do is don't go trade for a hurt underperforming quarterback. The only thing that you don't do more than that is don't make that advice on Twitter to go get a hurt underperforming quarterback, Jerry. What else are we talking about too? Because if you have Anthony Richardson and you've been playing him, let's say it's a one QB league, you're not winning. I mean, he's been fine, but has he been a difference maker? Fuck no. He he wasn't he was the QB four coming into week four. And he's bang was he really? Jesus. I mean I mean it seems it seems about weird. as reliable as a fart after a night of drinking natural light, sir. Uh, I'm pulling up. Actually, I, w- I was wrong. He he missed the game. He was the, the, the QB 12. But in the three games that he completed, there's the caveat, 21, 18, 30. So okay. when he played, that's a, that's a that's a bunch of points. to his, his That is points, good. That is good. Po- on, on a points-per-game basis, Anthony Richardson is QB 2 at 22.7 points. So you got you got to replace that. You got to. But I'm sitting here looking right now at the list of, of QBs that you could you go get cheap Russell Wilson? Could you use the 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 rumors that Russell's going to get benched at some point to go I get think Russell Stafford Wilson? Is, it, Stafford was the best player you said cuz everybody has him everybody has him just dead. A, a 100% and, I mean, and, and Cooper Cup looked good. Nakua still has a role. Baker? Go it, get uh, Baker? Well, they're going to play the Detroit Lions this week, so they're going to have to get curb stomped a little bit. But you you will get fluffed by the Lions. But but you get my <laughs> larger point. Yeah. Yes, you have to replace Anthony Richardson. That that part of the tweet is true. The part Daniel that's Jones. bad is Daniel, and I love Daniel and, Jones. And we were yeah, we were Danny we, we were Dimes team people. Daniel Jones. We've turned our back on this podcast on this tweet yep. on the podcast. And on Daniel Jones. So you know what? I'm not giving you Dana White tonight. You know what? This is what you're getting tonight. Go outside, nerd. Get out. Go. I ain't got time to be distracted by your worthless chime ins. Go on. So there you go. Is that baby Billy? Oh, that my is God. Baby that, Billy show, from, uh, that show is so good. Right? That show, first of all, <laughs> this is a life hack. So so if, if you're not into life hacks, you might want to like fast forward like three 30-second loops. But if you love a good life hack, Theo, Theo Griminger, the, the head of podcast and content creation, the grand poobah of all things podcasting for Player Profiler, he had never seen the TV show Justified. He is watching it. He is hooked. What what was the bad Thursday night game? Not last Thursday, the one before, like the Packers and the and the, and the, the Lions. He's like, I'm turning this shit off. I'm um, going to watch Justified. It's got Walton Goggins, the guy from that that's Baby, Baby Billy. Billy. He played yeah. Boyd Crowder. I'm telling you, if you're looking for a TV show, you're like Memphis. I've been watched. I've binge watched everything. I'm looking for a show. I'm telling you, lifestyle hack, Justified. Timothy Oliphant, uh, Walton Goggins, wonderful show. It streams on Hulu if you're looking for the streaming platform. That's some Dynasty Warzone life uh, life uh, hack advice from, from the show. All right. Give these guys a minute to fast forward. All right. For those of you that fast forwarded past the life advice, you just missed a fantastic, a, a, a fantastic show recommendation. But let's get into this stock up, stock down, Jerry. Let's do this thing. Okay. Uh, no inside the medical tent this week with Dr. Kyle, no major injury. And, uh, he's at home getting used to dad life. So let's go really excited for, for Dr. Kyle and, 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 and the new growing fam. 
All right, Thursday night, last Thursday night, Bears at Commandos, Jerry. Give me a stock up, stock down from the Bears and the Commandos. Uh, mine is going to be Justin Fields because it gives me an opportunity to get rid of the man. They have the first two picks in the NFL draft. You're going to tell me they're going to pass on Caleb Williams after they just passed on the first quarterback this time? No. You know, no, someone predicted that. Someone predicted that. Yeah, I don't, rem- I don't remember who. Um but he's been, you know, he's got eight touchdowns in the last two games, no interceptions. He's been doing what he, you know, gets hyped up to do. Uh, and it has created the opportunity for you to get rid of him. He's not a focal point of your dynasty team. I am sorry. He is going to help you this year, but you are going to be sitting there holding a wet turd by the end of it. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wet turds. You got, you got to love them. Well, now's a great time to hold on to Justin Fields one more week before you sell. They're playing the pretty anemic in their well, own, I mean, in, in he's, the own right. He's going he's gonna to get points. Too, well, the, the, but, the thing of it is, is he doesn't have to because he's going to play good DCs. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Which, I, listen, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm, draw, I'm drawing a blank on, on, I can see his face. Jack Del Rio took me a second. Jack Del Rio should have literally been fired after the game. Like he wouldn't even have got to fly home on the team plane, except Washington was at home last week. I, I would have given him bus fares to get the get get out of here. How many times does DJ Moore have to abuse and use this rookie cornerback before you're like, hey, you know, it'd be a damn good idea. Let's double team him. Let's let's try that and, and take our chances with the rest. My stock up's Cole Komet, uh, really starting to to catch his own. Three games this year, he's had five or more targets, including a nine target game, and, and over the last two. He's been on fire. 31 points, 18 points. Now that's tight end premium, 1.75 scoring. Guy's been great. He's a top five tight end on the season. I don't think his his current GM would want top five tight end prices. And if you don't have a a Kittle, Kelsey, we'll talk about Sam Laporta here shortly. If you don't have one one, one of these type guys, are are you cool with going to get a Cole commit? Yeah, 100%. I mean... Honestly, one of the more reliable guys. And at this point, I, I can complain about tight ends every single week for the rest of the time that we do this podcast. So anybody that has a pulse, I'm going to take. And Cole Komet has definitely been useful because, A, Justin Fields is his quarterback. Can't get anyone else the ball except for DJ Moore, apparently. Perfect. Let's go, let's go to the London game. I love a good London game because it gets the day. It, makes, it really makes my wife and son happy because it starts football at 930 and it ends about 14 hours later at about 1130. These are Eastern times as I'm an Eastern time zone fella. The Jaguars at the Bills. For me, it's stock down Dalton Kincaid. They just, Fair. you know, if, if, if you are a person who's down on Jameer Gibbs for his lack of involvement for being a traded up for first round pick, you can't not be down on Dalton Kincaid. It's not to say that rookie tight ends and tight ends in general don't need some time, and maybe maybe Kincaid's being unfairly judged due to the success of your boy Sam Laporta, but at the same time, he's not done much at all, Jerry. So my stock down from this game, Dalton Kincaid. That's, uh, that's a good one. That's another notch in the belt of tight ends are a barren wasteland, and you shouldn't waste first-round rookie picks on them. Um my guy's going to be a hair up Gabriel Davis because he's a guy that I just never fully believed in. And yet he's just scoring every single week. 
And for a guy who has a lot of Stefan Diggs, because I like to acquire the older guys that people start to hate on once they become a little bit rusty. You mean the point scores? You mean yeah, like you mean if, yes. if you looked at yeah. all the you looked at all the wide receivers that you're you're uh yeah, too old though. Too old, busted, not flashy, just steak, not sizzle. Yeah, you know, Stefan Diggs is your is Tyreek Hill, twenty eight. Yeah. Wide yeah. receiver one, Stephon Diggs. Everybody will forget that Tyreek Hill wh- wh- is the fucking animal. Wh- wide receiver like two, months. DJ Moore, year six. Wide receiver four, Keenan Allen missed a missed a game because of his bye. Wide receiver seven, AJ Brown. Wide receiver eight, Devontae Adams. Adam Thielen. Adam. So so where are the oh, young guys? The the, the 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 two young guys are in there. Yes, sir. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. Everything else is a lot of old guys, including. He's not that old. Gabe Davis, wide receiver 14 on the season right now, Jerry. Coming off coming off back to back to back double digit point games. He's got, let's see, cheer. He's got 20. He's got 10. He's got 15. Got 22. Not a bad call by Jerry. Four four straight games with a hundred yards or uh, with a touchdown. I'll take that. Not often repeatable. I tell you what does look to be repeatable. Is the severe beating of the new of the New England Patriots? They yeah. got whooped. They got whooped at home by the Saints. For me, it's it's stock down slightly. This is a guy I'd be looking to buy. To be real honest, real quick, is Chris Olave. Been under double digit points, and dude, he was under double digit points. A little points. spicy, but I get it. It's the same thing. It's like if, if they're not throwing him the ball. This was my concern coming into the season. It's not. I don't. I don't like Chris Olave. I love Chris Olave. But as long as this team's playing close games, they're not playing from behind. Michael Thomas is healthy. Alvin Kamara's back. He got, what, 14 targets in the first game back? Yeah. This offense offense is going to be play it safe. Not to mean I don't love him. I don't think that he could do great long-term. But stock down slightly for Chris Olave. But remember, guys, stock down kind of means buy. Stock up kind of means sell. You know, you got you know every every situation's different and context matters, but that's kind of how I'm looking at it, Jer. When it comes to a slightly down and a slightly up, I think that's fair. My guy is Ramon J. Stevenson with a stock down, and I'm not buying him. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we fucking drilled that one. This dude. So, so I was right when I said 88 targets weren't repeatable. Yeah, and and what's crazy is right. Week one happens. He has six catches, and every every little fanboy. <laughs> Since then, three, one, two, zero, and hasn't cracked 60 yards rushing, has one touchdown on the year. No, thank you. That offense is putrid. Ramondre Stevenson, hopefully you sold him in the offseason. Yeah, go to a game that uh, I was actually at. I've been working these Colts games. Um, Titans at the Colts, stock down slightly for Anthony Richardson. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be on injuries or just for the injuries. I, I mean, clearly, I mean, he's the second highest scoring quarterback points per game. The problem is you got to play. This is the same thing. It's the same concern. And and for all of the, the Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, we're not all the woodwork yet. This is part of the, of the, of the picadillo of, of owning and having and rostering QBs. That run a bunch. The only one that's real, I don't want to put this evil on him because he'll get hurt now. It'll be my fault. But Josh Allen is the only one that's faded injury. 
So if I can find a non-contending team, maybe they're a little dissatisfied, I, I would be going to look at and, and it's bad timing because one guy's hurt, the other guy just had his best game of the season. But what's an Anthony Richardson, Joe Burrow trade look like right now? What do I have to add to Anthony Richardson to go get you? I, he was the number, he's guys, go look at his points per game. He's the number two. You know, you're not contending. I am. What kind of deal can we get worked out? I want to stay in that same range. Um, I don't know that I want to go down as low as like T law, but man, if, if I can get out of Anthony Richardson for what he's scoring as, and, and I could stay in that tier, I, I'm getting out of the Anthony Richardson business. And I'm a Colts fan. I like what I see. I just don't see enough of it. I think that's fair. I think if I was going to do a slightly down, it would be Michael Pittman, but it's only because I want to buy him because he's getting a ton of receptions. He's getting a ton of targets, but his numbers are about to dip with Anthony Richardson out and Gardner Minshew in there. And he's not scoring touchdowns, which is not ideal, but he's getting a ton of work. I really, you know what? See, I can't he's say he's gonna be stock. really good with Minshew. He is yeah, gonna be fabulous. I, I, can't, I can't say stock up though, because he's just he's not been scoring and but he's he's my guy that I'm going out to get, even though his stock is down a little bit. Currently the wide receiver 22, averaging 14 points a game. That's I'm rounding eight up. receptions, I'm, eight receptions, nine receptions. Then he crapped his pants against the Rams with only one, and then five last game against Tennessee. I mean, that's that's a great a great baseline to have. Well, this next game, the Steelers went into Baltimore and beat them. Yeah. And I could have went in a lot of directions, but I, and I, I've poked fun and I've giggled about you know some of the things I got right. I could not have missed more than I have on Najee Harris. It's stock way down. Not only was I wrong about his production, I was wrong about the involvement of Jalen Warren. Uh, my my number one miss this year. Like I think a lot of people got Daniel Jones wrong. Um, I think we were all kind of buying into the Dayball offense. They added Darren Waller, but I could not have gotten this one more wrong. Um, I'm going to look to move him to a contender. I'm looking for him to just put Najee. Give me. You've already done enough. You've done enough to hurt me. But but if you could give me two good games in a row so I can convince some sucker in my league that you're back, I'm going to move you. Jerry, I'm going to give it to you, but but give me one second because this is what I, I, I feel every time I see or hear the name Najee Harris. Emotional damage. Emotional damage, Jerry. I'm damaged emotionally over Najee. That's the only answer. And I was big on him too. So I can eat my crow and... Everyone can spit in my face for that one too. We, we get a lot he, right. He's the he's the only answer that should be from this game. We we get a lot right, but even the best get some wrong sometimes. And uh, I'll tell you who's right a lot more often than he's wrong. That's our boy, the Podfather. So let's hear from the Podfather talking about Mojo Fantasy. This episode brought to you by Mojo. Mojo is that player stock market. We love Mojo because we like making lifetime bets on players. You run out the clock on these guys. Mojo just rolled out a brand new fantasy platform. That's right. So now you can build a portfolio of player props. Oh, Jamar Chase over 77.5. Oh, Kadarius Tony under 15.5. Whatever the under is on Kadarius Tony, doesn't matter. You can just stack up the props in your portfolio. And the beauty is, once the Sunday games kick off, it's not over. It's not over until it's over with Mojo because once those games kick off, 
You can then move in and out of positions. Let's say that you're well ahead of expectations. You can cash out. Let's say you're behind expectations. You're underwater. Well, you can double down. That's what makes Mojo so special, why they're different. Check it out. Go to the App Store. Get the Mojo app and use the promo code UNDERWORLD. The promo code UNDERWORLD gets you a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. So the promo code is UNDERWORLD, and they will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Go to Mojo. Start building your portfolio, and then during the games, you can be a fantasy day trader. Mm, there you go, Jerry. You can go get on, on some of that uh, that Mojo day trade. I'll tell you what, we're going to have our boy Dallas on here. The one thing I like about Mojo is they have the college guys on there. Like You can buy Caleb Williams stock now. Uh, you might be buying high. Um, like I, I would, If I'm going to invest in Mojo, I'd rather have like Michael Penix Jr., because I think his has more room to go up higher because, you know, Caleb Williams is really frigging good and everybody knows it. I think there's still some margin to be bought on, like uh, like I said, like Michael Penix Jr. And then our boy Dallas. This is why you subscribe to the Dynasty Warzone podcast and YouTube channel. We got our boy Dallas Hyder. He does all of our rookie content. He's going to be stopping by here in just a bit to talk about uh, another potential guy that will be on your Dynasty rosters next year. But, uh, Jerry, let's take a minute and talk about some trades. Okay, Inclu including one that you and I did. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I'll start. I'll start with that one, and it's simply uh, George Kittle for a twenty-four contenders first and third. Now, I got a text today. I was on lunch. I got a text from Jerry. Hey, a little something in a league. This is a tight end premium and IDP league that Jerry and I are in, and the deal was like I said, the the twenty-four first, the twenty-four. Third, for George Kittle, here's the thing. I love George Kittle. Uh, George Kittle is one of my favorite, most rostered players in all of fantasy and all of dynasty. He's very boom bust. Um, he, he's been that way. I was really hoping he was going to be consistently who he was the back half of 2022 with Brock Purdy. He's going to be great. He's going to win you weeks. But he's a 28-year-old, soon-to-be 29-year-old tight end. Uh, Jerry's going to win the 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 ship. He needs a tight end to compete with the Kelseys, the Hawkinsons of the world. So you went and got George Kittle. I didn't mind the first. I'm I'm actually rooting kind of against you because I've got your first now. It's fair. But but even if it's the 112, because I do love Jerry, even if it's the 112 in a tight end premium, IDP, super flex league. 24 first are going to be bananas. So, you know, whether it's a defensive end, whether it's a QB, I'm going to be able to put that 24 first to work. Yeah, it's, I definitely don't have the best team. You know, our friends, AJ from the Aussie guys and Kyle have gone head to head in that league for a couple of years in a row, but I'm four and one. I have finally rebuilt that team after a bad startup draft. You were one and four. I saw, I went, I looked at the standings. I looked at who was one and four, zero oh and five, and I just looked for old guys. And I had Tyler Higby, which is you know. Did you say you looked two old guys, meaning me? Because I'm no, like the old no, no, no. Who, oh, oh, you meant like well, old I'm, players. I'm a roster. Well, I'm both, the roster. Old both. players. There you go. Um, I'm a player. Player. I I saw Kittle, and I was like, you know what? I I bet he wants to do this. And I was just gonna send the first, but I was like, I'll give him, I'll give him sprinkles on his ice cream. I know Randy likes to. He's like, I, counter, I won't even have. He wants one. to He's counter like, with the fucking three anyway, so I might as well just throw it in there. Cut out the middleman. 
Yeah. Just, just totally. And, and you had a couple of extra threes. Now I'm yeah. sitting on three first in this league. I'm, I'm yeah. super which, stoked. Which I, I saw you had the two, which is why I was like, ooh, I bet he would love a third one. And, and you know, three, I, I, it, the difference between two firsts and three firsts, you can move wherever you want to go. And, and, I, and I've got two good quarterbacks. I've got the aforementioned Anthony Richardson, and I've got Joe Burrow. See, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, run young running backs too. If I remember, right I, I've got, Br- I've got Brees Hall, Najee Harris. Yeah, yeah I, I you know, I'm, I'm going to try to move DJ Moore. I'm going to try to move DJ Moore. I got Kyron Williams on this team. So again, it, it, I'm looking at this roster, going, is this going to help me? I, I, I move Jordan Brooks in this league. It's IDP. So anyway, I don't want to bore people with IDP, but I have one more trade. I want to get your uh, your feelings on. Okay. Um, now I moved Garrett Wilson. I, I, I love Garrett Wilson. You know yep. this. Every, everybody knows this. He's yep. not producing. He's like wide receiver 28 or something right now. Nor is he going to. And, and, and this is the final year. I mean, when I say final, I mean final year that I'm going to be contending in this league. This is the league that, like, my favorite leagues are our patron leagues at patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone. But this is my most prestigious league because it's got a lot of our peers in the industry. It's got... Tyler Gunther from the Dynasty Happy Hour, Dynasty Rich from the Nerds, Garrett from the Nerds, Izzy from the DTC. Just a lot of great, smart, talented Dynasty content creators. And when you're battling your peers, there's like this extra notch that you really feel like you have to take it up to. And this is my last year to try to win this this league. I mean, I've got Eckler, Stafford, Geno, um, Diggs, Cup, Kittle. I've got all these guys. It's like, I'm going all in. And, you know, Stafford, you know, was banged up. No, not banged up, but he was on the injury report. Geno's on the bye. I don't have a third quarterback. Uh, I drafted Will Levis last year. He's kind of like, you know, I'm looking down the road. So I moved Garrett Wilson, Jerry. Okay. And here's what I got. Garrett Wilson, just, just Garrett Wilson. Okay. And I got a lock. And I mean an L-O-C-K lock. 201, the 13th overall pick. Okay. Cortland Sutton. Their this team is, a, is that bad? Their team, no, no, this is the, they, they had the other two bad teams pick, but it's oh, a okay. lock for the 201, Cortland Sutton and Jared Goff. Superflex, obviously. Superflex, yeah. And, and, and yeah, it's like, I'm know, cool with that. But I mean, I, I figured, I figured, you know, Sutton, because this is a start three wide receivers league. So I want to yeah. have, I mean, a, he's, I a, have he's a, a body, bit. whatever. You know, he was doing fine. He was getting like yeah, exactly. in, in, in like the teens, he was like in the low teens. You're going to have to shit deal the with some bye weeks, so if you got to plug him in, it's fine. I can He dig shit that. the bed this most recent week. 201 is fine. Like That should be a, a, thir- a move, thir- or or you can use it to move around wherever you want to go. Maybe I use it at the trade. This league does have a trade deadline. Maybe I move it then. But, but, that, but that 13th overall pick, I feel like that could be a future young wide receiver because, again, this QB class in 2024, you got Bowers, the tight end from Georgia, you know, we're going to have a, a, a lot of really talented guys be in that 13th overall pick range. So that's why I made it. It's 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 part right. of my all-in. I'm locking up my quarterback room. I got an extra body at the wide receiver group, and I can go contend. You're not going to have to convince me much. I think the hype on Garrett Wilson went a little too much, in my opinion. I still just – I mean, yes, Aaron Rodgers is out, and that offense would have been better for sure, but he's also old. So, and now he's going to come back from an Achilles if he comes back. And if he doesn't, they'll have another new quarterback who is blank. Who knows? I don't know. 
It's I'm fine with that. The volatility in Garrett Wilson's short-term future, I'm fine with that. And Jared Goff ain't going anywhere. Yeah, I, I, I saw all that happen, and, you know, I was like, I have to trade Garrett Wilson because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. And the only thing I could think of was this. Stupid the fucking game. Sometimes this is a stupid fucking game, Jerry. That's it just, is. Is it just how it is. Let's get back to some stock up, stock down. Then we're going to get to Dallas here in just a few minutes. Panthers at the Lions, the fighting Lions, man. Four and one, stock way up on Sam Laporta. I know you agree. That's not what I want to talk about. When I say stock up on Sam Laporta, is it okay to? Oh, Jerry, this, this is a no, I, I, for the the YouTube listeners. Jerry showed me one finger. Not, that, not the middle not, finger. Not, not that finger. Jerry showed me a one. So he's your tight end one right now. No, no, no Lions, Hawaii blue bias. Randy, I am a Lions pessimist. I know I do have the old English D on my hat currently, and I am drinking the Kool-Aid because the Lions have looked very good. Who what are we talking about? Who are we who else are we gonna put there? Travis Kelsey's 33 gets hurt too much. Just turned 34, by the way. 34. Okay. And and then we have Hawk. Hawk's a solid second that we could talk about. If Kirk, Cousins, if Kirk Cousins leaves, what are we talking about? Mandrews, okay. Like there, the, he has competition in TJ Hawkinson and in Mark Andrews. But at this point, this dude is 22 years old and just looking unbelievable. I mean, you're, what you're, you're not getting, you're not getting an argument out of me. Like, 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 is it hyperbole? Maybe a little, but I don't think it's that bad. At worst, he's tight end four. I, I don't think he can be that low to me. I think he, ha- I think he has to be no lower than three. And I love George Kittle. We've already talked about George Kittle. George yeah. Kittle's my dude, but I mean, I, George I, I, 32. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, 28, 29. Yeah, he's right there in that. He's, yeah. he's just shy of 30. And and in my mind, I'm like, who else? Who, you're, you're exactly right, Jerry. You're also, exactly just you're, from now on. Can we just ignore whatever hype comes out about tight end classes and just take the guy that was coached by Kirk Ferentz at Iowa? Because that man produces that position group better than any place has ever ever produced position groups ever, ever. It's not, it's not your, your, uh, you're not wrong. I'll tell I you mean, what. Dallas Clark, George uh-huh. Kittle, uh-huh. Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson, Sam Laporta, even Tony Moeaki was a fantasy relevant well, tight end uh, a couple of years ago. Like no, no, ev- no everybody Fant. that more like Noah can't. For Kirk Ferentz. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, but he, he, he was, he was, he was too hyped up to have ever lived. He, I mean, let's be honest. Noah Fant was. Was Kyle Pitts before Kyle Pitts? Exactly. Super, a super athletic guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Texans at the Falcons. For me, it's stocked down on Damian Pierce. Woof. Yeah. For as good as that offense has looked, for as many yards and 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 now they've not scored a bunch, but for as good as that offense has looked, for him not to have done better, I mean, it's not been good. He's only been above double digits two out of five games. Yeah, and he's not overly involved in the passing game. They're not checking down to him. Clearly, not scoring touchdowns. It's it's ugly right now for Damian Pierce. Yep, hundred percent. I mean, you could talk about Drake London too, but that quarterback situation will get better. So you got to just hope that gets better. But yeah, Damian Pierce died. 
that he, he, here are the guys that he's barely scoring more points than right. Rashad White, but Rashad White's had a buy, so let's let's be fair. Um, Jaleel McLaughlin, who's played like one game, he's played two games. He's had a nineteen and an eighteen. He scored more than Ramondre Stevenson. Giggle, giggle. Um, <laughs> Miles Sanders, and yeah, then the guys scored. Jerry fuck up right there. The, 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 Jerome Ford has scored more fantasy points than Damian Pierce, and he's also had a bye. So yeah. that's that's what I'm talking and about. Didn't didn't start week one. These yeah, are things. Uh, let's jump into this next one. Giants. The G men went to the Dolphins. I, I I just I said it last week. It's stock down across the board for the Giants, but. Uh, it says right here on the show sheet, stock still up on Devon A. Chan. I don't care that he's going to miss four games. There's a handful of running backs that, you know, again, this goes back to that patron episode that Jerry and I just recorded. We literally went up and down the top running back scorers so far in the season, and there's not a whole bunch of guys that when point scoring season's over, you really care if they're on, the, on your roster. Devon A. Chan is, is clearly one of the guys I want on my roster because He's a he's an RB two. I'll just be honest. Like when you do your rankings, he has to be an RB one. But from a like a week to week basis, on average, he's an RB two that's going to win you weeks. He only needs a handful of touches to do it. Stock is still up on Devon Achan. No, I disagree. Yes, this man. And now I'm going to give credit to where credit is due. I actually did my homework and I saved this. This tweet from at StatWiz, S-T-A-T-W-I-Z-Z. Devon A-Chain has six scores on 35 total touches. Christian McCaffrey has seven scores on 98 touches. What he was doing. So he's better than Christian McCaffrey. Exactly. I want I want you to believe that in your soul. Here's the thing. It's the same offense. Kind of. It, derivative not, of he's not christian mccaffrey stop it and what 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 is the big thing right he's little and if he's little he can get hurt it took him five games to get hurt well a lot of guys get hurt yeah the running back position that's and the whole point uh-huh and he's littler than all of those running backs and he's going to continue i just no way regression was absolutely on its way there was no way he was going to be able to keep pace with six touchdowns and 35 touches. What do you want Listen, for Devon it, it, A-Chan? If, 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 so it was asking our patron you, group you, chat. Uh, let, me, let me ask you a question. You sure, think you sure. can get two first for him? I yeah, said, yeah that, that's I, what I said. I mean, it was like, like I said, this was literally before the and, injury. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. If I can get a guy for two first who has had 35 total touches and is now hurt, that's easy for me. And I know you know that in your heart that that's easy for I you. I set too. the price, dude. You ain't gotta tell. You ain't gotta tell me. <laughs> I'm just I saying. Didn't want like this life last week, <laughs> it was in the patron group chat. Like literally, one of our patrons asked, "Hey, what do we think the value is on Devon Achan?" And I said, "In a one QB, it's two first plus. In a super flex, I'm like it's at least a first minimum, and then something else." And then he had the big, huge game last week, and, and and you could have set your price. You could go get JT for him. You could go get that's what I a, mean. A, a, a lot of a, a lot. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't be selling. His stock is still up because as long as he's in this offense uh, with these guys, he's always he's he's now again he's more Jamal Charles. He's more Chris Johnson. Care. He no. When I say that, he has that type of home run 
hitting ability. He can yeah, win you. Now, now he should be your RB two behind one of these bell cows because you should have drafted him. But if you didn't, I don't know that I'm acquiring. But I think his stock is still up. No, his we're, stock, we're, we're not, his stock didn't change. I'm just saying I am we're, using it. We're not to the my layman. advantage. We said I just said this like 20 minutes ago. Stock up means now's a good time to talk about selling. Stock down means you know potentially to buy. Context matters. Situation oh, in, matters. In two weeks, when that boy's getting closer to coming back, just just go sell him to a to a non contender. Go find go find go, go find the team that's like because no one's getting up to one hundred one. Problem is, is they like their first, so it's tough to do that. You, you know what? You you tell them. Do you want the guy that's that that's scored this many points, or do you want a lottery ticket? And then you go get there first, and like another go get Damian Pierce and 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 like a one hundred three. I'm fine with that. I'm I'm fine with that. I don't know that you could do that, but but that's what I'm so? doing. I bet I bet you 100. percent I, I know people. The person are, that has the 103 right now is confident. I've not redone my rankings, but he's got to be super high up there. I mean, he's got a rocket yeah. ship. I mean, and part of Why? it is is you can't fade the talent and you can't fade the offense. So as 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 long as, but but I will say this is the second time he's been injured. Remember, he hurt his shoulder during the preseason, and that's why he got off to the slower start week one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is not the Devon Achan show, but but I still th- still think he holds a lot of value. But I I, I don't disagree with Jerry and that and that you could go out and get something real nice. All right, Bengals at the Cardinals. My stock down's Joe Mixon, but you know what? If I'm a contender, I'm going to go talk to Joe Mixon's GM. I'm going to be like, look, dude, he's the RB17. But here's the thing that, that that you don't realize. He's just like 13, 12, 11, 10, 9. He, he's, he's very rarely going to disappoint you. He's going to give you 10, 12 points. If he falls in the end zone, he's going to give you 18. He's going to be solid. The offense is starting to turn around. So his dynasty stock is down. If you need to get rid of him, get rid of him. I'm No, no, no qualms here. But I'm telling you, if you're a contender looking for a little bit of depth coming down the backstretch, Joe Mixon's the kind of guy that if I could get for a contender second, I'm in. That's fair. That's fair. I think stock up a little bit on Hollywood Brown. He's been like your boy. Weird. He, I know. I, I, it, it figures that I would cast him off and shoot him in directly into the center of the sun, and then he would actually be okay. He's been solid. He's been fine in the end zone, which is wild. Cheat. I mean, it, you're not you're not going crazy to get him, but if you can get him for a little little something in a deal, I, I think that's worth it. But I'm with you on Joe. Well, let's go to the Jets at the Broncos. It's too late. Easy. So last week Easy. about the, uh, last week about this time, Robert Sala said we're taking the reins off of Brees Hall, and then he goes out and hangs an absolute whooping on the Denver Broncos. It's not going to be all moonlight and canoes, you know, roses and lollipops for Brees Hall. There's going to be tough there's going to be tough weeks because if you're a DC drive into the stadium and you say to yourself, "Man, who should I make sure doesn't beat me today?" Probably if I like if if I take away Hall and I take away Garrett Wilson, I'll just take my chances with the rest. Yeah. That's what you do. So there's going to be but you know what? He's a game breaker. I love him. Uh, he's, he was my 101, 102. I was pushing back with, with Bijan. I'm not saying he's ahead of Bijan, but he's clearly in that class. It's it's Bijan, it's Brees Hall, maybe it's JT now that he's got the long-term contract. If he gets it going a little bit, there's not a lot of guys in this tier. Stock way up, Brees Hall. Got to be. Only person in there. 
All right, man. Well, listen, this is where you and I get to take a break for a second, but we're going to bring in a guy that has got some very important information for you. If you're a mojo player, code word underworld, and you're wanting to get ahead of you know some stock buys, this is Dallas. Now, Dallas does the rookie rundown for our channel, both podcast and YouTube show. Dallas is, is terrific with these young guys. I mean, he's he's put us on. I mean, he was a big Devon Achan guy. He was pounding that drum. When I said, I'm a little concerned, I was the one who said, hey, with Devon Achan, hey, give me a reason to draft him outside of his speed. Like, take his 40 time away. Take his track back. Dallas knew it. Dallas was like Michael Wilson. Dallas knows college football. He knows it real well. And he's going to talk about a quarterback maybe you haven't heard about. Um, we all know Michael Penix Jr. We all know Shador Sanders. We know Quinn Ewers, obviously Caleb Williams, Bo Nix. Um, I'm missing Drake May. A lot of quarterbacks in this upcoming class. Here's one maybe you haven't heard about. Let's give the mic to our buddy Dallas for a few minutes. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Prospect Premonition here on the DWZ. That's right, the Dynasty War Zone's very own podcast network. As always, I'm your host, Dallas. You can find me on all the socials at Salad Galore. That is Dallas spelled backwards with the double L galore. And it is a great time to be here talking to you yet again about a weekly prospect in the NCAA 2024 rookie draft class for the NFL. Great time in Italy. If anyone's curious, house still isn't done. A lot going on my plate, but I am here again this week to bring you the first quarterback of this segment. And this is a class with a lot of very interesting names in it. For me, there's one that's particularly interesting just due to the fact that I feel like with the athletic tools that he has, the big arm that he has, and kind of just the crazy accuracy that he has on the perimeter and deep down the field specifically, which is what we all clamor for in this game that we call fantasy football. He's not getting a lot of love in this QB class. He's in the early teens, uh, the back end of the top 10 and early teens, in a lot of people's rankings. And it's kind of surprising based off of what he's done the last two years, specifically in 2022 and the first four games of the 2025 season. Now, this is an SEC quarterback that I'm going to talk about, but it's not a big name SEC quarterback. I'm going to be talking about KJ Jefferson, the quarterback, true senior, University of Arkansas. Go Razorbacks if you're an Arkansas fan, go for it. Hasn't been a lot going right for your program over the last couple of years, but the tandem of Landers, the big bodied wide receiver that is also coming out in this class, as well as KJ Jefferson over the last two years, has been one that's been very fun to look at when it comes to the quarterback position. Um, just to give you a little bit about Mr. KJ Jefferson, as I said, he is a true senior. He will be right around 23 come draft time. So he's a little bit of an older prospect, but from a body makeup standpoint, he is what you are looking for at the position. He's right around six, three and a half, 245 pounds. And he is the definition of a gunslinger. As I kind of alluded to earlier, one of his biggest strengths is his deep ball. Um, He's got a cannon and it just comes off real smooth, comes in hot. But the thing about his deep ball specifically for me is that it's not all sauce, not on a rope, not trying to fit it in. He's able to put deep ball touch and deep ball bucket drops better than most quarterbacks in the NCAA class for the 2024 draft. He's got good average to above average, really, accuracy all over the field. Um, specifically on his short timing routes, if he were to go into a West Coast offense, he's very good at quick hitters, the, 
two steps, three step hitches right out on time. Very good at that. He's able to process quickly on his first and second read. The only time he really gets into trouble is where he starts to progress further into his reads or when there's a lot of post snap movement um, that he was not anticipating. I'm not calling him the best quarterback in this class by any means. I'm just letting you know his biggest strengths and biggest weaknesses. Um, he's a pretty big threat to run the ball. Um, he's probably going to run in the four sixes. It doesn't look super fast on tape when you're watching him, but he's constantly pulling away from people on the outside. And when he can't pull away from DBs, he's absolutely demolishing them. A la a guy like Josh Allen, again, not calling him Josh Allen, but his ability to bulldoze through people on the outside on runs that are DBs is pretty impressive. Um, good athlete, like I said, very good in scramble situations, not a lot of designed runs. He was never asked to truly have a lot of design runs, but he does have quite a few. Um, last year, specifically, he ran the ball 124 times for 647 yards. Um, that's top-tier numbers if you make it consistently in the NFL to be like that. Um, he plays very confident is another aspect that I like about his game, specifically with Jefferson. He loves to test DBs. And if it's close, it's a one-on-one -on -one, or the play is designed to go to a one-on-one -on -one wide receiver. And even if it's close, he's going to throw the ball up deep. Um, now, does that give you a little bit of hesitancy with guys like Jameis Winston, a little bit less appropriate deep ball accuracy? Yes. But for him in a one-on-one -on -one deep ball accuracy competition with this class, there's probably only about two quarterbacks that I would say specifically with the deep ball that are better with him. Caleb Williams, which is no shock. And um, Riley out of um, Leonard Riley out of Kentucky. So those are the only two quarterbacks really that I look at that have better deep ball accuracy than Jefferson. His physical makeup is a lot better than most of the people that are in this class. And he's got that it factor when it comes to his confidence and on and off the field aspects. Um, like I said, the biggest concern that I have specifically for him is how he can deal with multiple progressions at the next level. Anyone who's watched Arkansas over the last couple of years knows that their scheme isn't super crazy. They've always been known as a run first offense, but he's been able to open up this offense quite a bit um, as a three-year hesitant to call it a four-year starter, but a three-year starter basically at this point. Um, he's going to leave college with just about 40, 42 starts pending any injuries at the end of the season. And again, that chemistry with Landers is electric. He is the perfect guy to come in into next year's class and kind of sneak into this draft class as a quarterback that may win out in camp against an unknown or a sketchy situation at the quarterback position. Um, if he can clear up or show that he is able to progress through reads a little bit better and maybe clean up a little bit of his mechanics on the run. Again, he's not the type that's going to scramble and throw the ball. Once he scrambles, he's going to get out of the pocket. And once he's out there, he's going to bring the hit stick basically on you. Um, he's got the size to do it, the demeanor to do it. I just want to see what he can do consistently. I'm very excited for him as a prospect as you should be, because as always on prospect permission, I've looked into the crystal ball. I've seen the success. We've seen it this year, and I'm projecting it for the NFL. All right, that was our boy Dallas talking about Richardson. A little quarterback action, Jerry. Good old Mojo. Go get on Mojo and get some Richardson. All right, Jerry's got himself on mute. That's why I love and Jerry. He's, God, it's been so long since I've done that. It, 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 it really has. It, it, it really has. You, you, you are, you are uh, rusty. Rusty uh, like, like an old nail. 
But uh, let's, I, I, got the, I got the new mic. the The old mic used to have the mute button on it, so now I actually got to hit the button. Right. So that's yeah. why I'm you usually be a good, professional. You got to be a professional. I understand. It's it's, it's totally fine. It's unfortunate. Right. Let, let, let's get to these last four. We had some buys last week, so uh, your stock doesn't move too much if you're on buy. Eagles at Rams. Stock still up on Puka Nakua, guys. Got to be Puka Puka Nakua is going to eat at the expense of Tyler Higby. That that's what I saw the other day, and I'm a, I'm a Tyler Higby guy. Um, he was one of the guys that I was going to get this year. I thought you know Higby last year's tight end six, he would be fine. It looked like and, and Higby had been fine up until this game, but I, I really think Puka Nakua is going to be fine. He's going to eat even with Cooper Cup back, so his stock's still up for me. If if you can get a a nervous Nelly GM out there to to move some Puka Nakua, uh, I'm I'm still in. Yeah, got to be. Uh, the one thing I would say is slightly stocked down a little bit on Devonta Smith. He was going solid for the first couple of weeks and it's been all AJ Brown. And then this last week, I think he had one catch for like six yards or something. Like, come on, brother. I I need those legs to get a little bit more and I need a little bit more production out of you. I'm not going to disagree. I'll tell you who you're not going to get much production out of, but you shouldn't be moving is Justin Jefferson. The Chiefs went to the Vikings, got every referee break in the world. Uh, Justin ha- Justin Jefferson's hamstring broke, and now he's going to be on at least a five uh, four-game IR stretch. Don't move him. I used to work with a guy named Tim. He was great. This was a long time ago. He was our, our, our boss, and, and Tim had this saying, and no matter what you do, this saying relates. Are you ready, Jerry? Yep. Tim used to say, don't do dumb. Yeah. He's like, because like if you steal from the workplace, you're going to get fired. If you inappropriate time card, you're going to get fired. Don't do dumb. If you're married, don't sleep with someone else. Don't do dumb. If you have a car and you've had too many adult beverages, don't drive. Don't do dumb. And in the case of Dynasty Fantasy Football, don't do dumb and trade Justin Jefferson because he's going to miss four games. What what are we doing here? I want you to go to Twitter because Jerry and I have already done this. This was, again, part of the patron pod. Go to Twitter. We searched Justin Jefferson, Dynasty Trade, went to the latest because they don't always filter him by the latest. We went to the latest, and we just read through some. And, and like Jerry, people are out there doing dumb. They were not good. Some of those were borderline infuriating. But, yes, people are doing dumb. Don't do dumb. Justin Jefferson is still Justin Jefferson. I don't care that he's hurt. I don't care if they get rid of Kirk Cousins. That'll make you a little uncomfortable. Sure. Justin Jefferson is still that dude. And you know what? We're going to let Dana White have the last word on Justin Jefferson and people who are trading him in Dynasty. I don't give a shit what that guy thinks, what he has to say, or what he writes. Good for him. He's he's pulling good traffic. So you don't worry about the... Like, the, the- I don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Cool. When someone comes to me and says, hey, you know, Justin Jefferson's going to miss four games. I'm just going to tell them what Dana White said. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You, you, I don't know how you got Justin Jefferson in Dynasty, whether you drafted him as a rookie, whether you traded for him, whether you drafted him in a startup. I don't give a fuck. You're not trading Justin Jefferson for anything less than a king's ransom. And what I want for Justin Jefferson is going to be way more than your give. Period. End of story. Don't do dumb. All right, two more to go. Cowboys at 49ers, it's stock up on Brock Purdy. And I've still not heard him being talked about in the same circles 
as the Joe Burrows, as the Justin Herberts, as the Trevor Lawrences. Jerry, is it time that we start talking about this man in that in that category? You know, for dynasty, not in real life, but yeah. in dynasty. I mean, he is solidified his spot on a very good offense with a very good coach, and he is going to be there because they are going to continue to be successful. So in the same sense that where Justin Fields produces fantasy points but does not produce on the field and is likely to get replaced because of that, Brock Purdy, however, is firmly secured in that job because they are going to continue to win. He is a stable asset to go after. He has been undervalued the entirety of his time being the starter, and I was one of those people. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. Gotta let me hit with a him. tough one. Okay. Dynasty going forward, like the rest of this season and the next three, the next two, because you know Purdy's under contract for two more years in San Francisco. Okay, you ready? Okay. I've got a person that I think you're going to go with. Okay. Or Brock Purdy. I'm going to go Tua. I'm going to go Brock Purdy because I don't have the, I don't have the concussion. You're concern. absolutely out of your fucking gourd. I, wh- yeah. why, why? Why, why, why am I out of my gourd? This is phenomenal. Okay, this is and the he, most prolific he, to start a season. This is the most prolific offense in the history of the San Francisco 49ers. Yes. No, no 49ers offense has ever been this prolific to start a season. And I you're telling and, and you're I telling guess, me I guess I get so I get the guy who's healthy. Now he's got the UCL on the elbow, but two has got the concussions. I, I'm just saying it's a lot closer than we want to be led to believe. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. It is closer. It just it made uh, me angry initially. My initial reaction was a little anger. Let me just I gotta cool down. A CJ bit. Stroud or, or, or Brock Purdy? I think it's probably Brock Purdy. And 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 CJ Stroud has made me proud too. I, I, I you know, I said I said he was gonna be the new Jared Goff, and he has done nothing short of making me so proud through five games. Jared Goff, the QB eleven. CJ Stroud, the QB thirteen. I just didn't know he was going to get there that this fast. He is the next right. Jared Goff. I just can't wait till he starts getting some more some more weapons around him. All right, well th- that was a good one, Jerry. You wasn't expecting for Brock Purdy to to really no. See, like. I, you know who I thought you were going to say? Who's that? Dak Prescott. No, I, I'm taking Purdy easily over Dak. I'm I a see, Dak guy. That's, a, that's what. I, well, I was just we were talking about that game, and I was going to say stock down on Dak, but I agree with you. And, All right, you know, la- la- last one. For the for the show, we'll be back next week with some more. That's what makes this so much fun, you know. I I, I want to give a big shout out to producer Kevin for jumping on with me two weeks ago, and then your boy Tyler Orjinski, you know, old classmate of Jerry's, as ironically is is now one lives in Buffalo and one lives in like Iowa, but the best of friends. Uh, Thank you to Tyler and thank you to Kevin for jumping on the last two weeks to help me out. It stocked down for me. It was it was the Packers at the Raiders. It stocked down Christian Watson. He's going to hit a home run here or there. I thought he could be like the Green Bay version of DK Metcalf. Woof. Yeah. You know, you know, it's it's not been there. You saw the 77-yarder. I, I dig it. Um, clearly has potential, but I – and I like Jordan Love. I think if I was if, – if, if gun – what's the old expression? Gun to my head. If I had to have a Green Bay wide receiver right now, pretty sure it's Romeo Dubes. Yeah, and and, and I'm I'm not a, and I know it stops, but dupes. I'm a not. A, I'm, I was never a dupes guy, but I got to go dupes. I'm stocked down on Christian Watson. I think my stock down is Josh Jacobs. It's just been ugly. I mean, he yeah, had, does. I it mean, he, he's been he's been getting receptions the last couple games after it started off real bad, but 
it's just not what you wanted. That's for damn sure. But you know what you may want? You hmm. may want to take that really souped-up dynasty roster you have, and you may want to play. Because, you know, someone might say, oh, you didn't draft that, or it's nice to play in a six-man league. Well, you can challenge them, and you can do it with our friends at Battle. Oh, I see it every day online, every single day. Hey, that looks like a great fantasy team in an eight-team league. Oh, wish I could be in a league with you, right? Well, guess what? Now you can respond with, sure, let's play on Battle. That's the beauty of this platform. This new battle platform standardizes all position scoring. So you just load your team and you challenge your friend, your colleague, Twitter troll, and you can browse other teams and issue challenges. Battle is revolutionizing fantasy football. And with code UNDERWORLD, you get a $100 instant deposit match plus a free $10. So even if you deposit 20, you get 50. Think about that. So go to Betel.com, the code is Underworld. Betel.com, the code is Underworld. Or click a link in the description. It's fun to be right. There you go, Jerry. So so, see, so when we bring up products like Betel and like Mojo, that's like, um, you know, like if Dynasty, is, you know, like, like if this regular old fantasy football is like your missionary position, you start getting into Betel, you start getting into like Mojo, that's like where the kinks come in. Yeah, you're, we're not going to pull your gonna, hamstrings, the whole we're, thing. We're not going to fantasy football kink shame you. As a matter of fact, we're going to encourage you to check out Battle and to check out Mojo. Promo code Just both sure places. You stretch beforehand. Stretch beforehand. We're not here to judge you. If you want to import your lineup on Battle using promo code Underworld and, and, and you want to challenge a Twitter troll, go for it. If, if you want to invest in KJ Richardson, who Dallas talked about on Mojo, we're not going to stop you. You you know the the just the old hey I'm going to draft a bunch of best balls in the spring and then do my maybe it's just boring. Maybe you're right. May, maybe you're out of it. Maybe your team's already out of it and you're looking for other ways to play fantasy. That's what the sponsors do. Check them out. And when you do, use promo code Underworld. It keeps the lights on. It keeps Jerry and I around. You think you think Detroit Tigers hats are cheap? No, that's a nice, that's a new era. MLB shop. Oh no, sir. J J Jerry is a man of both style and taste guys. Listen, we really appreciate you jumping on and joining us. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it was great to have my co-host back. It was great to have the laughs. It was great to have the jokes, Jerry. Now next week, you're going to be here without me. Well, that's because you're going on vacation because you're soft. It, it, it is. Well, I have to go on vacation because it's, it's, I've not been on vacation since I went to fucking Iowa. I did get to see you. <laughs> I, 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 I had chicken wings and several hours of Jerry Sinclair's time, but I did have to go to Iowa for vacation. Now, fun fact, you mentioned that. So this is, if you're sticking around to the end of the show, you can just enjoy the conversation with Jerry and I. You did mention that I'm coaching my son's travel team. Mm -hmm. First of all, you know, it's like when, when, someone you know, when someone complains about something without a solution, you're whining. You're a whiner. If you're complaining without a solution or don't create the solution, you're just whining. So I didn't like the schedule. I didn't like the way that my son's travel team was going. So we, we had the good fortune anyway. Bada bing, bada bing. I'm the coach. You know where we're going for our big out-of-town tournament this year, Jerry? Not, not Iowa. Iowa. Not, not fucking Iowa. No, we're not going yeah. back to the corn state. Did I say corn? Corn yeah, with a C, corn. not with yeah. a C. Um, we're going to we're going to Gulf Shores, Alabama. Okay. We're going to play in the Gulf Coast World Series, Jerry. All right, that is That's, a longer drive for you, but 
I have not, been to Biloxi, Mississippi, which is like right next to Gulf Shores. Super nice down there. You'll super, have fun. super nice down there. So uh, yeah, but anyway, this is a long way to say that I'll be on vacation next week. Jerry's going to have a mystery co-host. Could be Theo Griminger. Could be Maddie Kiwoom. Let's go. Could be producer Kevin. You don't know who you're going to get. So you have to tune in to next week's show. You're like, Jerry and who? You never know. That's why you tune in. And then I'll be back the following week. This is what we're going to do. We're just going to go game by game talking dynasty fantasy football. And, and people have said, well, uh, how can stocks go down and go up? You ever look at the stock market? E e even your good stocks, you know, your Amazon. Let's say Justin Jefferson's Amazon. Let's say Jamar Chase's Apple. Those things fluctuate. They may not move dramatically up or down. You know, Tesla kind of does when when Elon says something stupid on social media. But but I mean, your 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 even your best stocks go up and down. So things are going to move game to game, and that's what Jerry and I are here to do. We're here to cover the games, making sure that we're looking for pockets of value. But Jerry, man, it's great to see you. Any final word to these people? You know, you got bye weeks coming up. You got some big injuries. Make your plays now. Zig when everyone's zagging. Do things when everyone's stagnant. Buy cheap points. Yeah, exactly. Like if you gotta, if you gotta miss out on the points for a couple of weeks to help yourself out, okay. If you're if you're struggling a little bit in a redraft league, eh, we play redraft, right? I mean, I know we're a dynasty show, but if you've already gone through your bye weeks, hold on to them. Yeah, hey, like don't hey, trade hey, players who in redraft. That's that's a that's a big no no. That's what I'm saying. Like so, just like you know, patient when everybody's zagging. That's all I will say. It's it's we're at, we're at the point of the season where it's like people are starting to figure out what they're doing, and if you don't like where it's at, now's the time. Now don't go don't go crazy. If you think you're a contender, don't go flipping that first yet. Now's not the time. You got to wait until you get closer, either to the deadline or right before the playoffs, because otherwise you're going to trade for somebody. They're going to get hurt, and you're going to be just holding an empty first. You're going to be wishing you had it, and it's going to be gone, and some other poor sap is going to be profiting off it. If you're going to trade that pick, make sure you win their money first. 100%. Make sure you get paid. Go out and, go out and get boring, cheap guys especially at the wide receiver position or Adam in your Thielen. flex. Adam, Adam Thielen's so a, a great one. Michael Thomas, he's averaging 11 points a game, and I love how he gets it. 11, 12 and a half. It's, the most, it's, the most, it's like five for 55 every time. Don't, don't care. That's a wide receiver three each and every week, and he's not going to disappoint you. If you're going to go have to buy points or acquire points in your dynasty roster, go get the cheapest ones possible. Yeah. Don't overpay. Don't go chase brand names. Go. Don't go chase the the Kyron Williams who are playing at RB five overall. Chasing waterfalls. Well, on that note, when Jerry starts singing, I start bringing it in. Time to go home. I want to say thank you to my man Jerry for being back. He is the man of the hour, the man with the power. I am Memphis. You can follow us both on Twitter or not. But until next week, here at the Dynasty War Zone, we are just trying to play and make the world a better place for fantasy football. Jerry, see you next week.
not really. Same Florida. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, if I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster, I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. As a member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds. Tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. You pull any of your crazy shit with us, you flash a piece out on the lanes, I'll take it away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the fucking trigger till it goes click. Jesus. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus.